Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and the overall process more effective while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's take a look at what is going on in the market update today. Market cap currently just in the last hour or so, we saw another dip come through. Market cap is down $8 billion total, sitting at $216 billion. Bitcoin dominance still sitting right above 52%. Bitcoin's down about 3% over the last 24 hours at 65.25 at the time of this recording. Uh, is this a continuation of the downtrend or is this a healthy correction? Only time will tell, but we're watching the charts closely to see it's very tight. Uh, too, too early to tell which way it will be going. So let's jump into the crypto news. So Coinbase today launches a poor man's crypto index fund for retail buyers. So the latest update is called Coinbase Bundles, refers to the prepackaged collection of five cryptocurrencies available for purchase on Coinbase. The bundle consists of Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Ethereum Classic. So a bundle of five cryptocurrencies you can purchase for as little as $25 each. With the current market cap, employed and calculated and diversified portfolio of cryptocurrencies, available for purchase with only a couple of taps on the keyboard. Coinbase will save customers a lot of hassle. So the exchange hopes to introduce a new update to its US, Europe, and UK markets in the coming weeks. At the moment, the digital platform has not set a maximum purchase size for a bundle, but there are daily purchase limits per customer basis currently on the platform right now. So when a customer buys a bundle, it's gonna be stored in their Coinbase wallet where it can be purchased, sold, sent or received as each individual asset. So all they're doing is bundling them together. This is gonna be interesting to watch as it unfolds. If you remember, Coinbase has announced that they are changing some of their rules as far as accepting different cryptocurrencies on their platform. Expect to see Coinbase expand their offerings greatly. And that's when these Coinbase bundles may be worth looking into. Right now, they're just taking a little bit of each and giving you a little portfolio just by investing. All right, so next up. Bitcoin bull and former JP Morgan chief equity strategist Tom Lee, who is known, you know, pretty well for his predictions in the cryptocurrency market. He's now predicting, predicting that the world's second largest digital asset, Ethereum, is poised for a major rally in the immediate future. Now, if you look, Ethereum is one of the worst performing. It's, it's been hammered with uh, ICO sell-offs. A lot of Ethereum-based tokens that that launched ICOs over the last year or so have been cashing out Ethereum, price driving down. There's been some, some competition with EOS coming on the scene and a lot of people saying that's gonna pose a major competition and just the sluggish start to a lot of the decentralized apps on the Ethereum platform have led to a major downturn, which is why Lee is expecting this to be a huge uptrend coming. Coming, he said, the impending major trend reversal, having seen the altcoin performance underperform other cryptocurrencies by two standard deviations in all of the last four market segments. So curious to see, uh, a lot of news articles are reporting Tom Lee's prediction. One of them stated he's saying he could see in 2019 Ethereum hitting $1,900. It's not unheard of. Uh, peaked at $1,400 last year or earlier this year and currently sitting around $220. So huge upside there, what he predicts for Ethereum. Also, so the CEO of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, I'm talking about Binance, so it goes by CZ, which is Changpin Zhao, the says the bull market is about to return, quote unquote, any minute. So being fairly cautious with his words, CZ outlined that 2018 has been very strong support at 6,000, 
comparing to 2015 when the support level was 200. He also said that he's looking at the price movement on a yearly basis, and hence he doesn't believe the market has been bearish at all. Now, a lot of people are getting in when this been in this downtrend, which he did. He did clarify, say, if you look at the weekly or monthly basis, yeah, we're in a bear market, but it's it was only 20K for less than a week. And he always looks at the long term. With that being said, he thinks that the bull market will return sooner rather than later. Many of us hope he's right. Watching the charts, waiting to see something take off with that. All right, so next up. So I posted an article on my Facebook page from No Crypto to No Crypto. If you get a chance, all these news articles I just mentioned are also on the Facebook page as well. But one, I'm not going to go too deep in, but Security Audit of Exchange or ICO. That's the headline of the article. Simple things you should know. So give you some different insight into whether it's a crypto exchange security or ICO security, some things you should know about when, when you're looking into a company, looking to invest into something, and also certain things you can do. And this is very important because this leads into my first part of my cryptocurrency education corner. So jumping off of that, I'm not going to go too deep into that article, but I want to talk about password security for a second. Now, this is not crypto related, but today Facebook announced that over 50 million accounts had been breached through a Facebook hack. They've been compromised in the latest hack. So here's my question. How secure is your password? Is it something easy? Is it something you can remember? Or is it complex? Does it have something that's pretty hard to guess? And also the biggest thing I've mentioned numerous times for security on any account, and I'm talking whether it's a Facebook account, an email account, a crypto account, or a bank account, if they offer two-factor authentication, that is something you want to look into and you want to set it up. Now, after seeing what happened today, one account I realized I didn't have two-factor authentication set up was on Facebook. So I logged into Facebook, went into my settings, security settings, enabled two-factor authentication. And what that is for me, I use a Google Authenticate app, which is a time-based code that changes every 30 to 60 seconds. And whenever it changes, when you log in, you have to have that code to be able to access that. Now, not as secure option of two-factor authentication is a text message where they will text you a code, and that's on any accounts. Some of the crypto accounts do that. That's not as secure as a Google authentication or another two-factor authentication app uh, because we've heard of people having their phones cloned, uh, so they can easily get a text message sent to uh, someone that maybe either hacked into your phone or have cloned your phone's number and get that code to log in. So make sure you're doing that. Make sure you are using two-factor authentication and protect your passwords and protect your backup keys. Many accounts also have backup keys. Don't store those in your email. Don't store them on a computer. Store them on a physical sheet of paper, put them in a safe, or you can store them. You know, you can also back them up on a flash drive, but remove that flash drive from the computer and store it somewhere safe. That way you have multiple records of those backup keys. So market security, account security is very important. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the market. So I've been given different scenarios, talking about technical indicators, different cryptocurrencies that have a real world use products and, and, and a lot of things like that in the crypto education corner. What I want to talk about next is just, this is my opinion, but really how you need to look at the crypto market as it is today. Now, many people say crypto was a bubble, right? The bubble popped December, January this year. We saw all time highs and then we saw a, a crash over, I mean, the, the themes from February all the way to now has been by the dip because that's all you can do is dipping, it's dipping, it's dipping. But really what's going on behind the scenes? And that's the purpose of this podcast. One thing I do with this podcast, you know, this is episode 48, 
with all these episodes, I focus on keeping people informed on one, what's going on in the market and educate people on different topics they need to be aware of within the market. And if you notice, many of my news articles that I highlight, many of the things that I feature show how cryptocurrency is building, cryptocurrency market and the blockchain technology is building infrastructure, right? You're seeing billions and billions of dollars being pumped in by some, some new emerging companies. And in many cases, a lot of existing companies are starting to implement blockchain technologies, cryptocurrency. I mean, just a few days ago, Walmart announced that they were requiring all of their produce vendors by 12 months from now to be able to track all of their shipments from the time it's grown to the time it's delivered to the store on the blockchain using IBM's blockchain technology. And that's huge. So a lot of adoptions happen. A lot of things are happening. And if you're just looking at price, you think this is the worst time ever for cryptocurrency because the price has been declining. But forget about the price right now. Don't worry about the price. What infrastructure and investments are being made by major players? And compare this to the dot-com bubble. And if you were around in, in, in the late 90s, early 2000s, you saw the same thing happen. Any company that was considered themselves a dot-com company prior to 2000 could create a business and make a lot of money, right? And it, they emerged on the scene in a booming market, and that's what it was. And what happened 2000, 2001, we saw the dot-com bubble burst. Did dot-com go away? No. What happened after that bubble burst was in that time where the hype was gone, there was a lot of infrastructure being put in. A lot of things were taking place. And look at where the internet is today. I mean, look at how it's integrated in everything that we do, right? And that's what's happening with cryptocurrency and blockchain right now. Everything that we do is being it, that's being done in the cryptocurrency space, in the blockchain space, is building that infrastructure. So when you see the next bull run, the true bull run emerge, and you see prices soar, you're going to see new all-time highs. Why is that my personal opinion? Because what you're seeing is infrastructure is being put in place, adoptions being put into place, regulations, uh, some good, some bad, but it's regulations that's going to help move the industry along are coming into place. Because you got to understand, you know, they're trying to govern new technology with old laws that are 50 to 75 years old. How do you govern a new technology with those old laws? So a lot of things are happening in this space. And that's what you need to be aware of, that when we emerge from this, yes, the crypto bubble did bust in January, right? It busted. But that doesn't mean that it's dead. When a bubble busts, you see a lot of companies that last year were a lot of hype and really still today don't have any working products. They're going to go away. But those true uh, innovators, the true emerging companies, and a lot of uh, existing companies, big players that are getting into the cryptocurrency and blockchain game are going to emerge and really show what what's possible with this. You know, when you think about, you know, almost 2 billion people worldwide right now that don't have access to banks, whether they're in just a third world country or their government issued currency is so hyperinflated that you could have a trillion dollars and not be able to buy a loaf of bread, right? All of those people will have access. They have access to cell phones right now because cell phone technology is cheap. So when you think of crypto wallets, being able to be stored on your cell phone, and what's going to happen when they're able to create their own ecosystem with cryptocurrency? Where is that going to go? When blockchain technology starts replacing a lot of the things that we are losing trust in, when you look at third-party intermediaries that we pay or hire or use to conduct certain businesses, and when blockchain technology and just the math behind it creates the trust, you don't have to have the trust in the entity, then that is where you're going to see things really take off, really grow. So that's what I want you to think about when you're getting into this, when you're trying to learn 
really don't focus so much on, hey, what is the price of cryptocurrency? Yeah, that's great. I do like to keep up with that. I'm not going to lie. But at the end of the day, I always try to look at what is happening in the space, what's happening under the scenes. Because those people, a lot of people jumped out of that dot-com bubble when it crashed in 2000, 2001. Look what happened to the players that stuck around. Look at to the ones that stuck around, grinded it out, and where are they today, right? You're talking two companies in 2000, well, one company in 2000, 2001, Amazon, their stock crashed from $100 to $10, right? Many people sold, many people got out of the game. What happened after that? They're, they're a trillion dollar company now. Same thing happened with Apple, close to around the same time. Apple stock crashed, a lot of people got out, said it was dead, it was dying. What happened? They truly innovated, they continued to work behind the scenes and came out with a lot of products now and now they're also a trillion dollar company. So think about what do you think those people that sold in that big dip of Amazon and Apple, what are they thinking today? Hopefully they're looking at cryptocurrency and say I'm not gonna miss it again. So that's what you wanna think about. And that is it for our episode today. As I mentioned before, these articles can be found on our Facebook page from no crypto to no crypto. So make it a point to hop in there, see what's going on, hit the follow button, hit the like button. When you hit the follow button, it'll give you the option to select see first. Make sure you do that. You never miss an update. You never miss an episode. And also, we also have a link in there to our book. We have a beginner's guide to cryptocurrency that can be found um, that can be found on Amazon. It's available in paperback and Kindle ebook. If you buy the paperback, you get the Kindle ebook for free. It's a very short read, uh, not priced very high, only, only a few dollars, but you get the basics of what you need to get started in the cryptocurrency space. All right. Thank you everybody for listening and tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.